This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 220 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products. You can visit them at kppusa.com. Enjoy today's tip. Howdy, Glenn the Geek with you from Lexington, Kentucky, horse capital of the world, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Before we get to our expert today and to our tip, I would like to wish a very happy birthday to a good friend of the Horse Radio Network, and that's Darcy Lambert, who is also a part-time co-host. She fills in when, uh, when I need somebody in an emergency. She comes on over and fills in, and we really appreciate her, and, and uh, happy birthday, Darcy. And uh, good luck with that new project you have going on. Well, today we have back with us one of our most popular guests, and that is Dr. Jenny Johnson. She's back every week. She runs Oak Hill Shockwave and Veterinary Chiropractic based in Calabasas, California. And as you know, because you listen to their show regularly, if you do, Dr. Johnson is a regular contributor to the Jumping Radio Show, which is part of the Horse Radio Network, co-hosted by Chris Stafford. And this tip is taken off of episode number 15 and is co-hosted by Chris Stafford. You'll hear her on here today. And you can hear the rest of the show by going to jumpingradio.com. And she continues the series that she's been doing. So I think you're going to enjoy this. I know a lot of people have uh, emailed about Dr. Johnson, and we appreciate your feedback as well. We'll get to Dr. Johnson right after this message from Kentucky Performance Products. Hi, Glenn the Geek here. Choose Kentucky Performance Products supplements because the horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. This week, I want to speak with you about Elevate Maintenance Powder. Horses consuming limited grass due to a busy competition schedule or because of diet restrictions may not be getting enough natural vitamin E. Horses in rigorous training, seniors, broodmares, and stallions often require additional levels of vitamin E to meet their needs. When you need a supplement with natural vitamin E, choose Elevate Maintenance Powder. Affordable, effective, and research-proven, Elevate Maintenance Powder's vitamin E is nature's most powerful antioxidant, protecting your horse on the cellular level. Elevate Maintenance Powder supports the strong immune system and healthy muscle function necessary for top performance. It's affordable and easy to feed, and you can learn more about this and all their products at kppusa.com. That's Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Well, we're coming now to our veterinary segment, a very favorite uh, topic here on the Jumping Radio Show uh, with Dr. Jenny Johnson, and we're going to continue our uh, series in lameness this week with uh, addressing forelimb symmetry and foot size and fetlock height. So let's hear from Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you, Chris. Good to be here. Well, I have an apology to make. You know, last week on the show, for some reason, I know so many Jennifers in this world, and and I, sorry, but I called you Jennifer. Um, Will you forgive me? (laughs) Oh, I think I will. No worries there, Chris. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to continue the series that you started uh, on symmetry, which was fascinating. Last week, we talked about muscle atrophy and swelling. And tell us what you have this week for us. Well, we're continuing, as you said, on the uh, path of symmetry and evaluating symmetry. And uh, we're going to move on from the muscle atrophy and swelling. And now we're going to talk about foot size and fetlock height. Now, ideally, we would like our horses to have matching 
front feet and matching hind feet. I think most of our listeners will probably uh, concur that that's not always the case. That would be the ideal, but frequently there's a you know mild to fairly significant variation in foot size. Now, that may or may not be related to a current problem, and it may be an indication of a previous problem, or it may be the horse's conformation. Now, when we're evaluating a horse's foot size, I think it's important to evaluate the foot both looking at it head-on as well as from the side. And what we're looking for is the shape of the hoof, the height of the hoof uh, from the ground to the coronet band, the angle of the hoof, and any variation in the uh, continuity or structure of the coronet band. And important to compare that left to right. And additionally, I think it would be important to look at the horse from behind as well because many times we can see variations in the heels that uh, would not be visible from another viewpoint. And as I said, it may or may not be related to a specific problem, but it's a good evaluation uh, parameter for our listeners to become accustomed to looking for. Horses that have had an issue with chronic lameness or that are, are currently having an issue with chronic lameness may have a disparity in foot size. And usually the lame side has the smaller foot. And frequently the lame foot or the smaller foot is often contracted and more upright. And this is thought to be a result of the chronic reduction in weight-bearing that a horse would experience uh, with a chronic lameness, and that leads to a disparity in the foot size because they're not bearing the same amount of force on each front foot. But again, as I said, sometimes you will see a disparity in foot size in the normal horse, uh, and it may not it may not be reflective of anything significant, but I do think it's very important that our listeners become accustomed to looking for it because it may clearly be a reflection of a previous problem and it may just provide a little bit more information uh, to what's going on with the horse. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is fetlock height. And what I mean by fetlock height is the height from the essentially the bottom of the back of the fetlock to the ground. And we'll be talking about the height of the horse at rest, standing, as well as the horse uh, in motion. Now, we call that fetlock excursion. Uh, the depth that the fetlock will sink to the ground or how close it comes to the ground is referred to as fetlock excursion. Now, if our listeners have seen photos of horses landing after a jump, I'm sure they'll recognize that frequently horses, particularly after landing from a big jump, will have a tremendous amount of fetlock excursion. Their fetlock will come very close to touching the ground in some cases. And, and that is an indication of how much um, flexibility there is in the fetlock as well as how much strain that particular joint takes. Now, when we're assessing the fetlock height, we want to look at the horse while they're standing squarely and on even surface. And this is most likely or most effectively probably evaluated from the side, but also you want to be able to observe left and right, and you may need to go back and forth from left to right to evaluate. And also you may look at it from behind as well, but you would like to have them both be at the same height when they're standing squarely on an even surface. Now, the next step is to also watch the horse at the walk and at the trot and evaluate whether they are having the same degree of excursion or dropping the same degree 
left and right as they're walking and as they're trotting. Frequently, a horse will, with a lameness will potentially not drop their fetlock as much on the lame side as on the sound side because they'll be landing harder on the sound side, having more force go on the sound side. Therefore, the fetlock will drop a bit more. Now, the alternative to that is that you can have a loss of support of the fetlock, which causes the fetlock to drop more significantly on the injured side. And typically, when we have a loss of support of the fetlock, that's a reflection of an injury to the suspensory ligament itself or to the entire uh, su- entire system of supporting structures of the fetlock, which is referred to as the suspensory apparatus of the fetlock joint. And an injury to that can cause a significant drop in the fetlock. Uh, the other main injury that can cause an increased drop to the fetlock is, a, is damage to the superficial flexor tendon. That can also result in some loss of support for the fetlock, and therefore the fetlock drops a bit closer to the ground. So those are the, the two main things that I wanted to talk about today, and both of those things I think are very important for our listeners to become acquainted with. And all of these issues that we're talking about, the, the muscle atrophy, the swelling, the foot size, and the fetlock height, all those aspects of symmetry really are uh, training that we as observers have to discipline ourselves to um, take note of when we're looking at a horse. It's important information that we take in and put together as a whole to evaluate how that horse is functioning as a whole. Terrific. Well, really sound advice again, Jenny. And, you know, it always amazes me when you watch a horse landing how much excursion there is there in that fetlock joint. Um, It's amazing the angle that it can achieve uh, without damaging it. Yes, that is is quite amazing. Terrific. Well, thanks again, Jenny. That was uh, instructive as always, and we look forward to continuing this series. So um, what's in store next week? Well, next week we'll be talking about the same aspects of symmetry but in the hind limb. And there are different uh, areas that we'll look at for the muscle atrophy, and some of the the aspects will be the same, but there will be some areas that are particular or unique to the hind end and the hind limbs that we'll be talking about for this evaluation of symmetry. Well, we look forward to that as always. Thank you so much for joining us, Jenny. Uh, Thank you. My pleasure, Chris. Well, thank you to Chris and to Dr. Johnson for joining us today. Again, as I said, you can find the rest of that show, episode 15 of the Jumping Radio Show at jumpingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you. Drop me an email. If you know of an expert that you would love to hear on the show, maybe some tips from, just drop me an email with their contact information, and we'll get a hold of them and see if we can get them on here. And don't forget to stop by our website at horsetipdaily.com for our show notes and the links to all the experts and the episodes. And also stop by at horseradionetwork.com for all the other shows we do on the network. Well, we have uh, another special guest for you tomorrow, and we'll look forward to seeing you then. So until then, have a great ride, everybody. We'll be back with another new expert and another horse tip here on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 